Help, we are not sexually compatible. Recently, I had the honor of meeting with Dr. Jess for her podcast, Sex with Dr. Jess, and we spoke about sexual compatibility. I don't think it's much of a secret that I think folk who use the idea of being sexually compatible as a cop-out. What I mean is that we often work hard as hell to not try and then blame everything on compatibility. We will say there's no chemistry, that we feel off, and have really done no work. Now, you know I'm a whole-ass sex therapist, so I'm going to give you the short rundown on the tea spilt in this conversation with Dr. Jess. There are levels to this. When we talk about compatibility, people act like it's a binary, which makes sense given that most things that we think of often are falling into a black or white category with no room for shades of gray. We are taught that things should and do fit into these neat little packages, so we often miss the nuance in the very things that we're hoping to explore. When it comes to relationships, there are levels to this shit, meaning that compatibility also has levels to it. You can be compatible and in sync with regard to liking each other, how you spend time together, love languages, and how you both like sex. And at the same time, you can also find that you are sexually disconcordant. A fancy way to say that one of you likes or desires sex more than the other. Basically, your libidos just don't match. When this happens, people are often approaching a partner as if they or the partner themselves is broken or wrong for wanting what they want. Calling someone a nymphomaniac or saying that somebody is approved. But I think of sexual desires like I would think of any other appetite. If you wanted cake and they didn't, while you might joke that they are weird, you wouldn't hold it against them. And that they don't want any, right? Sex works similarly. How often we desire sex and what kind of sex we desire can change from a day-to-day and a moment-to-moment basis. Alternatively speaking, after coming to grips with the whole not broken part of it, you then get to choose what to do about it. There are several options, but here are three which can look better than others. One, you can create a list of sexual activities that would be satisfying in those moments when you are not on the same sexual page. You can look to see if any of them would serve as a great sexy alternative to have the need met without, 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 without violating boundaries because consent always. Two, you can both further explore what is hitting on those sex on that sexual gas as well as those sexual breaks and see if it's something that you can work on that will help to bring you closer to the same sexual page. And number 3, and this one, you know, it gets controversial for some folk. You can explore other relationship types that allow for your needs to be met while maintaining your romantic connection. Meaning maybe you take a look at ethical non-monogamy. I know we are also very heavily indoctrinated into monogamy, but reimagining your relationship and considering how needs can be met can also be hella helpful. It could also take the pressure off to perform and meet every need that your partner has. 
You can look at opening up romantically and having various partners or opening up sexually only and explore swinging or etc. as a better way to meet your physical needs. The point is this. We are not always sexually on the same page and it doesn't mean that we are broken. It also doesn't mean it's automatically time to jump ship and move on to someone else. Sometimes we need to do some extra work to explore where we are and create workable solutions. Otherwise, you can refer to what I said to at the start. You are using compatibility as a cop-out to not have to work on it. That's all.